0: Ducks fans welcome to another episode of the Quack Report my name's Carter I'm joined by Nate we're gonna talk some Ducks hockey for you but first I I know that I've seen it twice a week for the last few months but I've just now clued in to like how off those pictures of us are already oh (laughs) I I noticed it on me well because I came first I guess in the video but I was like Holy shit! My hair hasn't been that short in a long time, and then you showed up. And I don't know what it is about it, but like, there's I have a
1: shorter beard than I do right now.
0: Yeah, that's me. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Did you get new I, glasses since that picture too? Nope. This is the only pair of glasses I've ever had. Okay. Yeah, it's probably the beard then. But I was yeah. like, man, those Which, like, yeah, this is about like update.
1: <laughs> this is about like a month and a half, two months of growth. So okay, like it's yeah, it's definitely longer than it normally is. Like it's really bushy compared to how I normally like it so the the plan is haircuts and beard trims in that next week cuz I start my summer job woo so nice.
0: yeah well, well updating the intro video is is definitely on the TQR season 4 to do list because those yeah. are those are some old <laughs> <It's>, pictures <laughs> yeah
1: we'll we'll have to update it like every season there, there's okay and that's something actually with TV shows that bothers me sometimes when they don't update like the intros for some of the characters or that sort of thing. Yeah. One show that Friends I did a good job of that. Yeah. Friends did a good job of that. One show that I absolutely adore, you know, this is my favorite TV show of all time is Brooklyn nine, nine. I, they barely changed a thing throughout the what? I think seven seasons of, t- of television that they did on that show. Yeah. I think like the last episode, it's, besides like one character swap because um uh uh, what's the actress's name
0: gina Uh, the the girl who plays gina i don't remember yeah the girl that plays
1: gina um but because she leaves the show so I they take her out of it and put Hmm. uh in the actors that play um well, oh, this was and... your favorite show you can't even it remember is, their it's, names come
0: on <laughs> mind you though
1: it's been a while since i've watched it i haven't gone back yeah. to watch it yet since the season finale or the series finale mm-hmm. because that tore me apart <laughs> <laughs> i was so upset for that show to be over um but uh yeah besides that i don't think they changed anything in that intro whatsoever like no. it's all from like the first two ep like two or three episodes um like the clips or whatever so that was something that always yeah. bothered me but like obviously it's you know once you're it's on netflix kind of thing right you're just skipping the intro anyway but
0: just kind of yeah. like watching it i was like
1: it's it's still the same
0: see why is that, it still the same see that bothers me too but then when they do change it i'm like they fucking changed the intro like what <laughs> <laughs> and it just like throws me for a loop so i'm like they they took out this clip from like the first Episode or whatever, and then they put yeah. in like some garbage clip from that I haven't even seen yet. Like, what's this? <laughs> so, so either way, I'm not happy. But
1: <laughs> there's no winning if you are a show that Carter watches. Let's just put it that way.
0: You're never gonna win yeah. with him.
1: Yeah, so. exactly. I'm I'm always
0: <laughs> unhappy. <laughs>
1: oh, well, I see we got lo- Marcus yeah, we got here, here in the chat.
0: We got Allie. Do- Come on. I beat you you're to it. It. You're you're too. Slow. Pro-
1: you're taking my producer job away from me here. This <laughs> is my job.
0: Okay, you do, you do the other one then. <laughs> yeah, I left one for you.
1: <laughs> okay. and and I and I'm grateful that you left this one for me because it warms my heart. Marcus chiming in. Golden Knights, Blue two games, and now we are out. Yes, where's the air Thank you. Yeah, I got it. Thank okay. you. I'm just a little Thank slow you. today. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm pulling up the game right now. It is the okay. It's currently the end of the second period. It's Golden Knights and Blackhawks. It's tied three three. However. 4:46 left currently in the second period. The Dallas Stars are up three nothing on the Arizona Coyotes.
0: Yeah, and if they blow this one, then they can they have another chance against us on like Thursday. So, like, yes, the Dallas Stars literally need one point out of Arizona and Anaheim, and that's got to be the <laughs> easiest one point you can get. Like, I would be very surprised if they didn't get all four.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, so. I would be very surprised as well um and just for myself personally because right before we were going on air i was like no montreal please don't do this to me the new york rangers have tied it up and there's a minute 35 left nice please please new york come on you can't lose to montreal like this
0: <laughs> um ali has uh oh. something here oh yes this is the one i want to bring up uh another shootout um yeah, like we were talking off yeah, just beforehand <laughs> how just how defeated Logan Thompson looked after well after both shootouts but especially after the second one where mm-hmm. like they basically knew that their playoff hopes were done.
1: Yeah, feel but I mean at the same time it really it's unfortunate that the season kind of got put onto the shoulders of logan thompson but i mean yeah vegas robin leonard the way that they treat their goaltenders in general is a whole you, we could dedicate an, an entire hour and a half really to that if we wanted to <laughs> um we're not going to as much as i want today. to uh, not today yeah, <laughs> not today not today but uh man logan thompson has been playing great this season though it's awesome to see uh former brandon wheat king i'm pretty sure i've heard jeff merrick say and uh, also kind of a local guy to us. He's from Calgary, which is only like an hour and a half north of us here, so
0: hour and a half um, Jesus, what are you doing like one sixty in your little civil
1: <laughs> lying like I mean to like the outskirts of oh, okay. the outskirts yeah, yeah. Of the city. I'm not talking like the middle of it kind of thing, so fair enough. um but uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, like good on him. He's been having a great season. The future looks bright for him and that sort of thing. Uh, it's unfortunate that Robin Leonard is, you know, going through like two different injuries right now that he's had yeah. to end his season for to go get done. Uh, it looked like it was a knee and a shoulder that he had to do. And um, yeah, so but uh, like I, I, I cheer for the players, but the organization of the Golden Knights, I'm like, nope. No, no, thank you. No,
0: thank you. Not anymore. Yeah. Marcus sums it up well here, just saying Thompson better than Leonard. Do you think Leonard's done in Vegas? Because I I feel like he strikes me as the type of guy where, like, he would, like, be wronged, like, once or twice. And it it seems like this whole injury thing has, like, kind of got under his skin a little bit. And, like, I... (sighs) I don't know. I just see him wanting to be like, just "Get me the fuck out of here!" Like, I
1: don't, I, I don't think it's necessarily the okay. I guess we're getting into it a little bit here with that kind of a
0: question. Yeah, um, sorry, but it, it, it's yeah. just out there because like um, in my he it, sees how he saw how they treated Flurry. Yeah, like, over the last couple of years, and then they, and now he's. I feel like he's kind of in the same position. So he's probably like, uh, "Is are they just going to fire me off to?" fucking Arizona for a seventh-round pick and, like, call it a a day. Like,
1: Oh, my God. Arizona would love that.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) But Robin Uh, Leonard wouldn't, though.
1: Yeah, Robin Leonard is... Okay, actually, he does have some say. Uh, So, Robin Leonard is currently making $5 million per year. He's on the second year of a five-year deal. Oh, shit. Did he sign that with Vegas? He signed that with Vegas, yeah. Hmm. Because uh he got traded from chicago remember and then yeah they signed him to that and that's what caused the trading of flurry because they're like oh we put because i think flurry's making seven seven and a half um so like oh we're spending like what is that like 12
0: 12 or or like
1: 13 and a half million dollars on goaltending um And then Flurry goes and wins a Vezna and they're going, yeah, we, we still got to just get rid of this guy. We got to get rid of this guy. Screw, screw him. Or at least management is saying that because apparently Bill Foley just like a couple of weeks before that was telling Flurry and his wife – you are going to be a Golden Knight for the rest of your career. We are going to set you up in the like front office or just within the organization. After we will like we will set you up for life here in Las Vegas. After your career is done, a couple of weeks later, dude finds out, uh, or I guess his agent finds out on Twitter. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury doesn't have Twitter himself, um, but finds out from his agent from Twitter. Not even getting a phone call from the Vegas Golden Knights themselves that he had been traded to Chicago for literally a nobody. So. Um, I mean, that guy could still pull dangles around me, but it, it's an ECHL'er, right? It was yeah. basically just a cap dump mm-hmm. for the vesna winning goaltender. <laughs> like, it's... Re- remove, like, my feelings just in general about it because it's my all-time favorite goaltender that I grew up loving and everything like that. I have... Uh, well, I mean, I will have every single one of, like, the teams that he's played for his, uh, NHL jerseys coming up here soon. I did order a Minnesota one. Um, like remove my feelings on Flurry himself, right? That entire situation was just a shit show, pretty oh, much. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Now Leonard's kind of looking at this, where it sounds like from uh, Emily Kaplan of ESPN that um he had told like the Golden Knights, hey, especially after like that he had been hurt and everything like that. And I think it was like back-to-back games that Pete DeBoer just uh, like shit on him in the media. And Robin Leonard, it sounds like it's just like, I don't need this. And especially because I'm hurt, you know this, I'm going to go get this dealt with instead. And it sounds like the Vegas Golden Knights actually asked him to stay as the backup for Sunday for cap reasons. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, man. Uh, There's a specific tweet that I'm trying to find here from Andrew Troy, who's one of the co-hosts of uh, Vegas Nightly, the Golden Knights podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network here. Um, So I don't know if you want to talk something about this situation while I try to find this tweet.
0: Oh, yeah. I I was curious if um, Logan Thompson was signed into next season. And yeah, they extended him back in January. Three-year deal, 766,000. Per year. So that's a sick deal for him. I was I was wondering if maybe um he they hadn't signed him and he was kind of playing himself into some more money and gonna cause mm-hmm. even more issues for the Golden Knights. <laughs> but it looks like they, they were kind of ahead of the curve there and signed him for a pretty sweet deal. So Leonard's not gonna be out for cap reasons. It's gonna be if Leonard wants out. Yeah. Um Okay, I'm not able to
1: find the one that I'm thinking of here.
0: Did he Photoshop Leonard's face onto like the sword in the back picture that was drawn up for flurry?
1: No, but somebody did that already. I oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody made the letter one. Um, where, there was a tweet, though. Oh, yeah. Here. Uh, this was from 22 hours ago. So Andrew Troy, again, the co-host of the Vegas Nightly podcast uh, at uh, C-H-O-I underscore A-J. Uh, really going to force a rookie goalie into two consecutive shootouts to decide the fate of this team's season. This team really hates treating all goalies nicely, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> and then he does a correction: any and all
0: goalies. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw another stat today too. In those two shootouts, is uh, Logan Thompson stopped eight out of ten in between those two shootouts in in total? Mm-hmm. Obviously, only letting in like the ultimate game winning shootout goal um, and in those two shootouts Vegas has no goals They nobody oh. on that team scored to help them out so yikes that's that's very tough and like you look at the guys on that team it's like like Eichel, Patchetti, Carlson, Stone like just to name a few right like how does that not how do they not have any goals like not a mm-hmm. single one so it's it's just got to be so defeating for Thompson. And then also it, it kind of makes me think like what's going on in Vegas that like the motivation is just so low for these guys. Like they should have dominated yeah. the stars. They should have dominated all season. I, like, I know they had injuries, but it's yeah. Just... they
1: and, and I think that is kind of the thing, right? It is a bunch of injury, but a lot of people are talking about, Oh, they're trying to circumvent the cap. It, I, it's definitely a good combination of both. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it, and honestly, the people that are complaining about the Capser convention and whatnot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's been around for a while. Really, the issue came to the surface just because of Tampa doing it last year with a $100 million roster.
0: And and, and Kutrov bragging about it. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. But I believe it was Chicago even in 2015 that also did something similar. I don't think it was I near thought, to the same I, dollar amount over Yeah. I thought we
0: decided it was 2010 or 2012. It was one of the first Cups that came. It would be 2010 or 2013. But either way, this this has
1: been a thing for a very long time. And they're they're not going to change it just because of one team doing it, right? So now other teams are looking for just ways to play the field, essentially. Right? Mm -hmm. I did find the tweet, actually, from Andrew that I was looking for here. And having a bit of an outside perspective to it, I do kind of agree here. Because I I personally am a big fan of Robin Leonard. Uh, So Andrew says, honestly, I kind of hope Vegas trades Robin Leonard. Not because I dislike him. I love the guy. But because his fan base and apparently some of the organization are toxic, radioactive trash and he does not deserve that negative treatment. He's got a a point.
0: I, I agree with that. 100%.
1: Right, like, especially for a guy that has been very open and is looked up to for the way that he is trying to remove the stigma around mental health, right? As much as, you know, like, next month is Mental Health Awareness Month and everything like that, too, right? And people are getting a lot better with it, right? We've come a very long way in the last few years, I would say. There's still a massive stigma around mental health. Mm -hmm. Um. So like I love Robin Leonard for being kind of the face of it unintentionally, maybe, uh, for the mm. NHL. It's 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 great. Um, but a guy who's so open about his mental health as well as his physical health, even, yeah, does not deserve to be traded like this. So yeah. like he's he, he's fairly happy with the money that he finally like that he deserves, right? Teams underpaid him and like I gave him small contracts for so long, right? If, like, really, if that, that, and that's where that stigma comes in, right? If yeah. teams weren't aware of that, this guy would have been signed to a long, like, long term deals a while ago, right? Oh, the yeah. Islanders would have held on to him longer and everything like that, too. Yeah. This is a guy that doesn't deserve, That kind of treatment whatsoever. So, and he's got a Mm -hmm. solid fan base, right? Like people people cheer for teams, people also cheer for players themselves, right? And like we've both done that as well. I've been very open about like flurry uh appreciation and everything like that, too. Right. There's a lot of massive fans of Robin Leonard, and it spans across the NHL because the guy's been shuffled around because of his mental illness, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if if a team is gonna treat him like this after saying, Hey, we have confidence in you and whatnot, then, yeah, it, it's better to, you know, try to do something else. It just hopefully it stops after Leonard, right? It doesn't go on to Thompson and whoever else is coming down the yeah. line kind of deal. But, it's yeah, it, it's rough, especially when the it's a fan base that the fan base as well is really critical of Leonard because they feel he took the job from Flurry, right? Whereas, like everybody should know though that it was right. given to him, right? Like even when Flurry was playing Amazing and going for yeah, and winning the Vesna, they they were still trying to push Robin Leonard in there. Yeah, right? exactly. Because they, so, they kind
0: of knew that they couldn't keep both, so they wanted to see if Leonard could be their guy.
1: Yeah. But even so, when then like Flurry's playing great, it's no no Leonard. No Leonard. No, they're just shoving Leonard down everyone's throat pretty much. Yeah. So it's yeah.
0: Just to give a a little bit more, you know, pro Vegas side here, or maybe not not like pro Vegas, but from a Vegas fan Mm -hmm. in Marcus here. Um, He says that he wants DeBoer gone, Leonard gone, Dodonov gone, Carrier gone, and whoever their power play coach is. And then in capital letters, Kelly McCrimmon gone. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the big thing.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the the big things there. And I'm kind of wondering if it is a Pete DeBoer thing, right? Because, yeah. Yes, before Pete DeBoer, like it was only, what, two and a half years or something like that of Gerard Gallant, right? The first coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. And it was only two and a half years, but a lot can happen in two and a half years. We didn't really see this kind of stuff happening with Vegas, Mm -hmm. right? It was once you had that changing the guard of George McPhee moving up to the president position and Kelly McCrimmon becoming the GM and bringing in Pete DeBoer, which, again drugle like the vegas at the time of his firing i'm pretty sure we're in the third place in the pacific division like halfway through the year or something like that yeah
0: they're, that's they're not fine.
1: normally yeah. a time when you're firing a coach no. right like what once those two came in it felt like everything kind of changed with the golden knights exactly. right like yeah. they they still had that <clears throat> they still like had that relentless relentlessness to them but it became it became toxic, it felt like, just kind of in like way, yeah. thinking in hindsight. It's like, yeah, really, everything kind of changed once those two came in. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is it, right? Like, just had the identity very early on, and they've continued that of being, you know, big, flashy. And I mean, it even goes to their jerseys next year. They are going to be moving to those, uh to the gold alternates. They're going to become the home jersey next year. Oh. Um. So I mean that's just showing like you know the the flash right like they're literally having a gold jersey as their home one next year. Mm-hmm. Um but like this is like over the last while with those two in the positions that they are in McCrimmon and, and Deboer it's been different there. So yeah.
0: and yeah. it has just felt a little different for sure. Yeah.
1: And I remember even, this was over a year ago, I had to go back and find this. So for a little bit of time, I was on another podcast as well, a Flames-related podcast. And I think, I, I can't remember how exactly it came up, but I did have a little bit of a talk quick about how... I felt like, you know, if, if Vegas kept going for the shiny new thing the like year after year, right? Which I get it. If there's a good player available, go for them, right? The Anaheim Ducks are looking to do that this summer with the amount of cap space that they have, right? There are going to be players yeah, available. It, it's
0: different though. Like that this is, we don't have anybody. And when you're, we need when you're that going. New yeah. flashy player. Not, we want that new flashy player. Like we have yeah. the space and we need it. So
1: yeah and i think and i think the idea came up with alex petrangelo is what it was and it was oh we got shiny shiny nice new alex petrangelo uh uh nate schmidt you've been fantastic for the club on ice and off the ice the fans love you uh and like you you've been great uh see you the fuck later because petrangelo get your ass in here right like Mm -hmm. and and there was like just other moves up to that point, right. That was just, you know, they're bringing the new flashy thing and they've continued to do that. I'd said on that show that eventually it's going to come bite Vegas in the ass, right. Where I think a lot of players are going to be like, yeah, I can go get paid there, but unless they give me a no trade, I'm gone within a couple seasons, right. Yeah. There's no stability here for me. And I remember the time getting blasted for that thought, right? Like people were like, no, there's no way like Vegas is a destination place. Like everybody wants to go there. It's like, yeah, but if you're looking for stability, right? And sure enough, now everybody <clears throat> from you know the 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 smaller networks and shows, right, such as us and the rest of THPN, that kind of thing, all the way up to guys like Jeff Merrick and whatnot, are realizing this, right?
0: Look at that, you, you, hipster, getting on yeah, the train right? before I, it was cool. I was just I was <laughs> just ahead of
1: the curve, I guess. But like. <laughs> Everybody's just kind of realizing this now, and eventually, it's really going to be the players as well. And Vegas is not going to be that destination anymore, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no stability, right? It's going to be okay. I'm going to sign a two year lease on a rental place instead of trying to look for a place to to buy and stay in, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to be gone in the two years anyway. So,
0: yeah. Well, we have. Uh, I, I got, <clears throat> excuse I me. I feel bad because I lied to everybody off the top. I was like, "Welcome to." <laughs> The question <laughs> yeah. where we're going to talk about the ducks, and then for the last twenty and, minutes, and we're, we're not going to go too Lights. deep
1: into the ve- into the Vegas Golden Knights. And <laughs> just that one question was like, okay, no, now we have to dive into it, but it, yeah. that's totally fine, though. It, it gives me a place to vent and everything like that, of course. But
0: yeah, uh, and it's it's not even like we have a, like a, a terrible game that we just don't want to talk about and want to avoid. Like yeah. this is actually a good game that we want to talk about. So just
1: the drama of the fucking Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so before we get into that, though, in two words or less. How are you doing, Nate?
1: Can I give you three? Well, you've already hit five, so fuck Ah. the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Stressed, but good. (laughs) Nice. So we're just we're we're in the final week of like or the final like full week of class. And Mm -hmm. I have like so much do still this week that I'm like, I'm just trying to get it all done pretty much. So Yeah, I feel that. But yeah. So, I mean, like you were even helping me with a with an assignment that, like, I spent six hours on like one section of it yesterday, and I'm like, oh god. So, but it, it's it's it university, it right? Yeah. I I I know I'm here for a reason and everything like that, right? Or, or like I, I like I knew this was coming, kind of thing, right? Like yeah, it's it's what you signed it, up it, for. Yeah, yeah. It, there, there. Thank you. That that's the term I was looking for. It's <laughs> what I signed up for, and yeah. I I know it, especially after you know, being a career student at this point, but um, I was just like, man, I I just, I just have to get through this week and get everything done. And then it's, it, it, it can, I can breathe for a bit until I have like the two finals on the same day next week. Yeah. So, but I, I'm, I'm guessing you're kind of in the same boat too. <laughs> exactly the same boat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But We're just ex- trying except, here. <laughs> yeah. Except I'm done at, at the end of the week. So, or not like the end of Fuck the week. You. But in a week, I'm done. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> or as long as I want to be
1: anyways. Oh, yeah. So. I'm still in this for a bit.
0: Yeah. I, I know. The-
1: I did it to myself.
0: I see we got Lauren in the chat here. dropping a quack quack in. Hey, what's up? Okay. Oh, Last question. Allie wants to know, when do you graduate?
1: Uh, it's supposed to be the end of the year next year. Is when I'm supposed to. As long as everything stays on track right now. so <laughs> I, I would just. I, I'd love to be done. I again, I know I signed up for this, like literally signed up for this, but yeah. I I am just kind of getting sick of school. Not gonna lie, <laughs> so, <laughs> which is fair. Like All right. I'm actually excited to go into my summer job, so because it is actually kind of what I want to do, mm-hmm. uh, like after I'm done school. So it's kind yeah. of dipped my foot into that now. So yeah, very excited perfect. about that. Yeah,
0: nice. All right, well. Let's, uh, finally, after finally. the world's <laughs> longest intro, <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's get into this Ducks game here. So, Ducks 5, Sharks 2 in the second-last game of the season here. Um, I, I mean, really a nothing game. Two teams drastically out of a playoff spot. At this point, it didn't really matter. Who won? But it is always nice to beat the Sharks. Um, really, I think probably the big story out of this one is Zegras' 60th point uh, yeah. of the season.
1: That's yeah. I guess there's a there's a few stories, but that's one that I definitely took a look at. Yeah, Zegras scoring 60 points on the season, which you think about it for a rookie and the people that he's, especially over this like last couple of months, the type of players that he's played with, that's a massive accomplishment. Mm-hmm. 60 points. As a rookie? Like in his yeah. first whole season? That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I pulled up the rookie scoring for this season. He's second in the in rookie scoring in the league. Uh, second only to Michael Bunting, um, who has 63 points. Um, Bunting's also played five more games uh, than him. Uh, 79, Zegers has played 74. I, was he injured at some point in the season? Because it seems weird to me that Zegers hasn't... Like, I thought he was healthy all season.
1: At this, if I'm remembering correctly, at the start of the season, uh, Dallas Eakins was kind of doing the same thing as he did last year of like, oh, yeah, okay, play again. No, okay, now we're going to sit you for a bit. Play again. Right. Now okay. we're going to sit you for a bit. Gotcha. So, so he was like healthy, scratched. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, which I've said it before, Dallas Eakins into next year still terrifies
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> at least he's gotten away from like the start and stop with Trevor's egress, right?
1: Yeah, now it's, hey, if uh, Derek Grant is healthy, we're going to strap
0: him to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> Ali uh, brought this up here that he had COVID um, for that bit in Right, December. yes. So he was one of those guys right. that got scratched, but they didn't postpone our games. So, yeah, you're right. Thanks, That's thanks correct. for that. That's correct. Um, So, yeah, I, I mean, like, j- just purely looking at points, like, I think that kind of says, like, oh, Trevor Zegers should – Win the calder this year because he's like Raymond and Sider have cooled off a little bit. Um, no one else is really even close. Michael Bunting is the only guy ahead of him, but he's got five years on him. So and, and like they're and Zegris is gonna kind of producing right? better at a point
1: at like in points per game.
0: Yeah, that's like too. his average. He's yeah.
1: producing way better. So yeah. So Like it, I I still feel it should be you you have to throw in three guys there, obviously, right? So Bunting's mm-hmm. gonna be included because he's been producing.
0: Yeah. And he has yeah, been impactful yeah. for
1: that Toronto Maple Leafs team. He's been huge, However yeah. though, I think it should really come down and like I'm even trying to remove bias here. It should come down to Zegras and Sider. Because what mm. Sider is doing actually at his age as a defenseman as well, right? Like we've been very, very fortunate with, with Jamie Drysdale, mm. right? But Detroit got something just even a little bit more. And that's not a slight on Drysdale. That's just Cider's that good.
0: Allie, do you hear that? Now now Nate is the hater of Drysdale <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not
1: hating on Drysdale. Drysdale is awesome. I'm just saying that there's just like like Cider's just another level for a rookie defenseman, right? Which, like, that's just hard to do in itself. But yeah. then to come in at the age that both these guys did, right? Like it's really impressive what Cider's been able to do, like to have the offensive production on top of actually like he's not a defensive liability as a young guy. Yeah. Right. Like he's playing like a seasoned veteran for the most part, which is incredible in itself. So they're like mm. it's 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 complicated to kind of go like, oh, a forward versus a defenseman for like when they're doing two completely different things, right? Yeah. Um, but still equally uh impactful and major components of their teams. So
0: for sure. Um Cider does have a year up on um Jamie Drysdale, he's twenty one, whereas Drysdale's only twenty. Um okay. so, like S- still the young yeah. defenseman. Yeah, right? exactly. So I, I'm just saying, like if if Drysdale was say down in the minors this year and we brought him up next year for his like twenty-one year old season, I I wouldn't be surprised if he put up very, very similar numbers to what Cider's doing yeah. this season. So um not not saying obviously that Drysdale doesn't deserve to be up this season because he's been hugely impactful for the Ducks. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, I I do agree. Zegers and Sider are kind of the two names um, that I think should win it. Bunting should definitely be in there. Like, he's... Given what this guy was projected to do, he's... Blown it out of the wall. Oh yeah, he he deserved so, to be
1: in the top, like in the in the finalists. I don't think yeah. he should
0: win it though, personally. Yeah. I'm I'm in a Discord with a fantasy league, and it's about 50% Leafs fans and 50% <laughs> fans of other teams. So I hear a lot about Michael Bunting. And yeah, like this, like the, the dude plays up and down the lineup. Like it doesn't matter, matter if he's <laughs> playing with Austin Oh my gosh, slow down. It doesn't matter <laughs> if he's playing with Austin Matthews or like I don't know. Whoever their fourth line center is, I, I don't care enough to know. But like he, he still produces no matter where he's put Speta? in. So I think maybe. Yeah. Cause yeah, I yeah, I think you're right. Now I, I want to double check. Um <laughs> so obviously I want Ziegress to win and I think Ziegris deserves to win it, but all three of those guys are deserving. It's it's not like some like previous years where I'm like if this guy doesn't win it, this is this looks so bad on the league. Like mm. like the Kale McCarr year. Like, yes, Quinn Hughes was good, but like he wasn't Kale McCarr, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, um so Spezza is on that fourth line projected by Daily Faceoff. However, he's on the right side. It's Colin Blackwell in the center for the fourth oh, okay. line there. With okay. David Kampf and then John Tavares and Austin Matthews. Gotcha. That's what they have projected at least.
0: So yeah. okay. So yeah, the, I, I kind of knew this was going to turn into a uh, calder <laughs> discussion again, but like either we're, way. We're,
1: we're getting to that point though, right? These yeah, awards yeah, are exactly. going to be announced pretty soon here, so. Yeah, um, and, and it and, is going to be
0: those three. Like there's there's no other options. Yeah. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> and, and it worked out great actually because I wanted to bring up this tweet that I had put out. Is uh, it yesterday or two days ago? I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, it's yesterday. Um so it, it just works out that we're talking about Toronto when we talked about Vegas. So I put out a tweet, actually just a, a, a poll asking who's the, like who is actually more hated as a team organization uh, in the NHL. And the options were Vegas or Toronto. Mm-hmm. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going <laughs> to be, to be honest with you. 446 votes total results were 53 to 47. Do you want to take a guess who? Uh, I'm going to go with Vegas. Was Toronto. Oh, really? Okay. 53%. I
0: thought maybe the recency bias would have played yeah. in,
1: in a little bit there. But, but <laughs> it's it's very, it was very, very close. So much closer than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um where it was there's a there was a tweet here in the replies from uh at not that Kristen, who says, uh, congrats to Vegas. It took the maple Leafs decades.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Allie has a question here. Do you think Bunting would still produce uh, if he wasn't with Austin Matthews and Marner? Um, I mean, it
1: wouldn't be to the same level. No, but I think the guy could still produce. He would still be a key piece. Of, be an impactful player of, of for the sure. Maple Leafs this season, I think. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I've I, I picked him up in a couple fantasy leagues, like here and there, just like as a waiver pickup to cover injuries. Yeah. Um, and, and he he obviously produces more with Matthews and Marner, like. He, you put me I feel like on the would. ice with them. Like, I'm going to probably score 50 points in a season yeah. if I play <laughs> the whole season with them. You got a chance, but, so. Yeah, so it's... So, like, his numbers would probably be significantly less, but mm. um, he is still able to produce without those guys, just obviously to a lesser extent. That being said, though, I think the impressive part about Zegres is he is the guy that is generating these chances. Yeah. With, with Michael Bunting... I. Not that I've watched a ton of Leafs games, but I don't think he's the guy driving that line. Whereas whatever line Zegers is on, he is the guy driving that line.
1: Yeah, 100%. Which actually kind of leads into one of my other points here. Uh, We talked, we we, we keep talking, or I guess at least I do, and a lot of other people, (laughs) wanting that TMZ line back together, right? Mm -hmm. Terry, Milano, and Zegers. I got a fun stat here for you. Hit me. In the game against San Jose last night, the TMZ line only played a total of 26 seconds.
0: Okay. The entire game. So it was an accident when they went on the ice together. But that line got a goal.
1: Perfect. That connection got a goal. In (laughs) In 26 26 seconds
0: seconds of ice time, that connection got a goal. So. Let's do some quick math here. And we're not doing it. Why? That's... This
1: isn't a consistent line. Why?
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, 26 divided by... 60, Dallas Eakins refuses
1: to put together a decent lineup. Like, not even, like, the players individually. Just yeah. the actual configuration. Why? <laughs> I get it. It's the end of the season we want to tank but i at least want to see a decent a decent team try it's kind of hard when you're handicapped right yeah. like like it, it's the equivalent of okay we're going to go play this game we're going to play as hard as we can but we're going to tie a hand behind our back just to make it worse for the sake of it right mm-hmm. like if the idea is to tank okay fine whatever but if i see any other crap like a and and this isn't to bag on these guys individually again this it's it's configuration is my issue if i see anything along the lines of grant zegris aston reese next season the the camera will be gone because this entire desk will get flipped and there is a lot of heavy expensive shit on this desk i do not want to see it next season
0: no I, I will I shut agree, up about 100%. it for the
1: rest for the rest of the season. I mean, there's only one game left anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not want to see that next year at all. And
0: nor yeah. does any other Ducks fan. Nobody does. Absolutely. Zero. <laughs> like, there, there's one person on this planet who wants to see that. And his name is Dallas Eakins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, it makes no sense. Okay. I, I want to harp on one more thing. Oh, wait. Just, but it comes from a positive as
0: well. I, I want to go okay, with... Go what, I, I want to carry on with your stat here. Okay. Um, if if i did the math right because i've been doing a lot of math recently so my brain's kind of fried <laughs> but one goal in 26 seconds if you spread that out for goals 4 per 60 minutes that's 138 goals in, in 60 minutes and so like I average mean, uh, average ice time is what 20 minutes for a top line so let's divide that by 3 that's 46 <laughs> goals a fucking game at that pace i mean obviously
1: it's inflated <laughs> yeah. right but like but
0: is it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's It's we've seen the line do well in the very short spurts that they get, right? You notice right
0: away when those three are together on the ice. Is it because everybody on the opposition, their pants turn brown? Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) No, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly (laughs) it, right? Like you, you straight up look at the three of them and you're like, okay, yeah, they're all very good players individually look at the three of them together and you go I really do not want to be on the other end of the highlight package tonight
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's exactly what you want right not none of those guys are massive hulking guys right but the fact that they could make you look like a Timbit out there an absolute pylon a total pigeon right that is intimidating yeah. Why would you not utilize that? <laughs> like, On a... I, I tried to find a reason besides, okay, they're just going for the tank. They're trying to go for the best pick possible at this point. Yeah. I tried to find any other reason besides that, and I can't think of it besides insanity.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're right. The...
1: There, there's no other reason to, to have done it, and there, there definitely wasn't any reason to do it as long as he did it. Yeah. So... Uh, I w- I want to throw, throw out one more. Yeah, I want to throw out one more positive here, and then kind of question something. All right. Okay. Uh, so Anthony Stolarz had a great game last night as well. I thought. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. Yeah, guy had uh, 31 saves on 33 shots, uh, a a th- uh, nine thirty nine save percentage in the full 60 minutes, and I believe he was. Oh, I gotta pull up the number here. Actually, uh, he was one. He was at least a goal uh, above expected or goal save above expected for sure. Um, I'll find the exact number here. Where did that go? Uh, yeah. 1.04 goal save above expected. So there's one that should have gone in that he, that he saved. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I took a look at him for the season as well. Uh, both like his advanced and, um, uh, and his, you know, his, his traditional stats here. So, his traditional stats for this season: twenty-seven games played, uh, a twelve-eight and three record. So, a winning record on a team that is sitting bottom ten in the league
0: mm-hmm. as
1: a backup, with nearly thirty games played.
0: Sorry, what did you say? A twelve-eight and what record?
1: Twelve-eight and three. In 27 games played. Okay. um, A 2.62 goals against and a 9.19 save percentage with three
0: shutouts. Yeah, the three shutouts is what impresses me the most. And
1: for the season as well, his goal save above expected is negative 0.3. So he's right where he he's should right be where, yeah. for chances and everything like that, right? He's played hmm. solid this year.
0: Yeah, and I think probably the only reason that that stat is so low, not not like low, but like is at the average, is he had like a couple like pretty bad games. Or not like bad games, but I don't like high-scoring was... games, you know?
1: And I, and those weren't even on him from what I remember. It was no, they the weren't. In front of him, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So you take out a, a couple of those outliers, and he probably has like, I don't know, plus three, plus four. I'm, like, I, yeah. I don't know what it would be. I'm just kind of guessing.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, so why would this guy not play just a little bit more in general? Yeah. Um, right? I get John Gibson's got the bigger contract and everything like that, right? He's And,
0: and he's capable of being the starter, like yeah. the number one goalie, not just a 1A. John Gibson is a one number yeah, one
1: goalie. For sure. But especially when we saw him struggling, right? Why are you not playing Stolarz a little bit more? Just in general. Yeah. he's a solid goalie.
0: He, mm-hmm. he's a he's a great option. Yeah. Why, why would you not? I, I've said this for a long time that and, and before I've kind of always said like Anthony Stellar should be traded to a team that is gonna use him as a one B goalie because that's what he is. That's yeah. what that that's his potential, that's what he deserves. I think he can and, hold and What's that? Yeah, he,
1: he could hold half a season to himself. The yeah, Ducks exactly. are very fortunate that we still have him next year for just under a million. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. If, if he was going into a contract year this year, we have a lot of space, mm-hmm. but that number might go up to a two, right? Which is still a yeah. good number, mm-hmm. but that's an over 100% increase on what he's making currently.
0: Yeah. And it would be well-deserved. Yeah, for sure. I, but hear me out for a second. The okay. I think there's there's not many, but there's a few teams around the league that would pay out the ass for a one B goaltender. Especially at one million dollars and potentially mm. for two million dollars as an extension, right? There Edmonton, Toronto. Well no, maybe not Arizona. Um potentially Vegas, depending on what happens with Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, there's probably a few more I'm missing, but just off the... Oh, um, Montreal, potentially. Yeah, there's probably a few more. But... And I think we could get a good haul in return. And then all we have to do is find a backup goaltender. Not like your 1B goaltender, a backup who is good for 10 games, and that's about it. Yeah. The other option now, after this season, I think, is keeping Stellars, trading John Gibson, as we've talked about before, as your starting goaltender because there's teams also that could maybe use the starting goaltender and then we acquire a 1A goaltender which would be cheaper than Gibson's, what is it I think 6.4-ish million um, uh, I'll double check it I- I'm pretty sure that's what it is it would be cheaper and then we can actually use Stellar's to the best of his ability
1: mm-hmm. uh, yes you are correct uh, 6.4 there
0: okay um, oh, actually, Ali says Dostal. Yeah, it would be great to see if Dostal can hold that. You know, yeah, second second spot. Um, it might be a little too early for him, but we so we might need to bring in someone like now. Sorry, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. We might need to bring in someone for the year to kind of cover that spot, but eventually we need to get Dostal in.
1: I'm not entirely. Sure, that it's maybe too early for him. Would
0: it be nice to have him one more year in the AHL? Yeah, no, no, sure. Sorry, I, sorry, I don't mean one more year in the AHL. I mean it's too early to be like, oh, you're a starting goaltender. Have fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sorry, <laughs> I'm
1: I'm thinking about <laughs> yeah. like uh, a dostal Stellar's tandem if we were yeah. to get rid of John Gibson. Um, which that idea has unfortunately picked up some traction.
0: Uh, yeah, i It's not my favorite, but.
1: Um in terms of Stellars though being part of a tandem though, I don't think that would be too early. I'd like him to have one more year in the A, but the guy did play in the Finnish Liga, which is the top league in Finland. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's just it's filled with adults, yeah. right? And he played there for two seasons before coming to North America. He's a young goalie, but he's had a lot of time compared to other goalies his age, at least from North America, that like, he's he's had a lot more time playing against grown men, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is a massive factor. Absolutely. I think, we, I think we talked about it, what was it, two episodes ago? Because um, we had that question of uh, like which goalie has, the, has more potential, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing with me and like, for European goalies, a lot of these guys will play for a bit in the top, leagues that like of of their country, right? And Finland and Sweden especially, like the the Liga and the SHL are not leagues to really laugh at by any mm-hmm. means. There's some yeah. quality hockey coming out of there. And then you give him uh, you know he got games last year as well in San Diego. He got a lot of games this year in San Diego. Guys running a nine fifteen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's deserved the chance to come up.
0: Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. I honestly think the ideal situation, because I don't think Dostal is ready for, well, he he, don't, he doesn't have the sample size to be a 1A or a 1B goaltender in the NHL. I, I don't think he needs to play in the AHL anymore, but I think giving him half the starts in the NHL is a little bit too much. And I mean, this team has very low expectations for next year too, so I mean, mm-hmm. give him. 30, 40 games, see what he can do. And
1: currently he, it has he, low expectations. I want to see what happens. Yeah. with Free agency and everything. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's, that's kind of the thing too. I, I think in my ideal scenario is, and, and what would be a good offseason for me is if the ducks kept Gibson, they shipped Stolarz off for a decent package that, that gives them some sort of benefit, like immediate benefit from say Toronto. Um, because I think he could do well there. Um, and then that opens up the spot for Dostal to be the backup next mm-hmm. year. Give him and 20
1: more 20 starts. to
0: 30 games. And I think that and maybe he'll play himself into earning more. Mm-hmm. Doubtful with Eakins behind the bench, but he'll <laughs> at least get the second half of back-to-backs and when John Gibson inevitably yeah. has his slow down or you know tweaks something and is out for a week, like D- Dostal will have those games. Mm-hmm. Um that that's my ideal situation. And then hopefully we get we, we can send Stellars to a team that's maybe strapped for cap and get a decent player that can help this team out now in return. That, that's yeah. kind of my ideal scenario. Like, I, I love Stellars and I don't want him to go anywhere, but he he he's impeding Lucas Dostal's progress at this point.
1: So I say that last part again, who's impeding?
0: Stellars. Well, somebody. So, some. Go- yeah, one of, some, a, one some. of our goalies is preventing Dostal from playing. In the NHL, whether you want yeah. to say it's Gibson or Stellars, but one of them needs to go for Dostal to come up.
1: Yeah, I, I see what you're talking about, and I mean it's not a bad problem to run into, right? Like mm-hmm. examples I think of are the longest time Henrik Lundqvist with the New York Rangers. You're, you're never yeah. taking that starting role. Um, yeah. The uh, the mid to late 2000s of uh, you know Mika Kiprusoff. Mm-hmm. and Calgary kind of mismanaged that. They didn't really, it seemed like they never really envisioned a future without Mika me. So that's why it took until Jacob Markstrom for them to be like, okay, mm-hmm. this is our guy. Yeah. Right. Everybody seemed like a potential guy and it never really worked out. Um, I'm trying to think of some, some other places, even for the longest time, it felt like Mark Andre Fleury in Pittsburgh. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, until he started to falter off a little bit. And, uh, and Matt Murray came in, which, makes sense um yeah like just just a few examples there so and okay actually even a little bit more of a local one Jonas hiller right yeah. still playing great and everything like that but you got two guys banging at the door freddie anderson and john gibson mm-hmm. right and then it, even then it was okay we have to decide between one of these guys because the nhl wasn't quite at the tandem yet
0: yeah right and, as being, and as as being a normal are... thing both of those guys were starting goalie potential too. So yeah. like. But could you imagine a tandem?
1: Like if, if tandems were a bit more common at the time, a tandem of Anderson and Gibson and be able to keep that. Yeah. that'd be insane. For at least five years
0: or more. Yeah. Do you imagine that?
1: It, yeah. Insane. It's, it's absolutely <laughs>
0: insane. So, um, <sighs> Yeah, I think we kind of got off track with the Stolarz talk l- there. But, but, but you're right. He did have a phenomenal yeah. season and a phenomenal game as well. Yeah. So, um, I'm just looking at the time here. I, I know that we have more to talk about in this game, but we don't have a ton afterwards. So I think let's take our quick break I, I now, think we hit most we'll... of the
1: main points. Unless yeah. there's anything more specific you want to talk about.
0: Um, I do want to touch on some of these other points you, okay. you have in here because the, they were ones that I was going to put in. But yeah, yeah we'll take our, our break first and then on the other side we'll wrap up and I'll attempt to wrap up this game before (laughs) midnight tonight.
1: (laughs) Sounds good. Hockey fans feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. Draft your lineup of 8 skaters and a goalie, rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team to win, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Again, that's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: So, the uh, I had some comments I wanted to bring up here as well, just quickly before we okay. continue. Can I bring on with this up game? one
1: very quickly before we oh, sure. go into those ones? Because, yes, those yep. ones are a bit more imperative, but I just want to at least acknowledge this one here yep. uh, from Allie, just asking if I keep up with uh, the Stockton Heat, which is Calgary's affiliate. Uh, she says their goalie, Werner, is huge. Uh, Adam Werner, if you remember him from Colorado for a little bit there. Okay. And yeah. his pads make him look, I had to laugh at this. His pads made him make him look like the mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> uh what she's referring to here are these uh beautiful like flame goalie pads that he has here that uh seem to remind her of uh one the one and only Guy Fieri.
0: Nice. Yeah, so. those are yeah, yeah, you're right. Those are <laughs> Very reminiscent of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had to appreciate that for a little bit there. But uh yeah, so <laughs> I, I I will always talk goalie
0: style, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. <laughs> you could have your own podcast just about. I really that I could. Think. Yeah, I could. Yeah. So. Um yeah, so a couple questions I wanted to get to here that um just weren't directly related to the game, but now's a good time to bring them up. Yeah. Uh, Lauren asks, uh will we be doing a season recap? Yes. So our Sunday episode. Um, yes. well the one that we record Sundays that comes out Monday um that'll be a season recap so um not just for the Ducks but for um Everybody. kind of the league as a whole cuz we did division predictions um as well <laughs> how wrong we were Yeah I haven't I, looked I know, at these in
1: months so I'm not actually sure I, I, I know I they like, this know, bad yeah. so There's a couple teams where I'm like okay we got like from what I can remember we got to close but there's others where like I know we both had the Islanders finishing like second or first and we're yeah, like, no.
0: that's tough <laughs> I I also distinctly remember putting uh, Philly pretty high and Buffalo a little bit higher than they probably should have been.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mind you, though, Buffalo did at least make big steps moving forward.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If if they
1: continue in the path that they did this year, they'll be contending in a couple years here, I think.
0: They should be, yeah. I mean, they've kind of been saying that every year for the last, 10 years but but
1: this actually looks promising
0: yeah it looks like, from an, from, like sure. from an
1: outside perspective this is very different from what we've seen over the last fucking 10 years
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so yes lauren we uh the next episode will be a big one so we'll talk the dallas stars game we'll review the whole season for the ducks um we'll review kind of the whole league just in general in our predictions and then we'll also give a playoff preview because that'll probably start monday or tuesday next week mm-hmm so okay, um, so
1: I guess I I guess I lied earlier. It's not going to be the last time that I talk about Dallas Eakins and his lineup ideas, <laughs> because if we're talking about the duck season as a whole,
0: obviously that's a major component uh, of it. That's a pretty big thing. Yeah, that's a pretty big thing. Uh, and then Ali asks here uh, if that is a TQR jersey behind me. Yes, that is a TQR jersey. Um, Are you got- able to
1: pull it down, or do I got to show off my shorts here? <laughs> I like <can> grab mine. <laughs> uh.
0: No, I, I could probably get it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, well let's see. Yeah, we'll show it out to the people here. So yeah, we got these uh, made for us here just a little bit ago, maybe about a month and a half or something like that. Um, month and a half ago, Carter, we got these done, or they—I guess they got sent to us. Uh, so about that, yeah. Ago, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're done by uh, a buddy of mine from. Uh, I do work with aesthetics as well. Dallas Kirkpatrick. Uh, he has his own company. Um Kirkpatrick designs and uh Maplewood hockey is what did these jerseys up here, so and yeah, we got them all custom up with yeah. uh our name Maplewood and right up there, yeah our with our names on the on the back and number nineteen for the the podcast starting in twenty nineteen there yeah and uh this is the, the yeah the, the logos
0: and, and arms as best yeah. as I can show it here, so
1: logos yeah. and the entire jersey and everything like that was designed by me, so I think yeah, there's only one little tweak that uh. That Dallas had suggested. I think it was just something with the collar we had changed. Um, but other than that, that was done by me. I'm very proud of it myself. So, um, yeah, I love those jerseys. And mine's just on the it, it, around this corner is the door that goes out to the rest of my house. So, and that jersey's hanging up there. So, um, yeah. So every time I leave a show or that, I get to see that beautiful jersey. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, we we don't have them for sale. Um those are the only two ones in existence. We hope maybe yeah. one day to try and, you know, get a run out for people, but um yeah,
1: it is it hopefully. is an idea. So I mean, if you're interested, throw it throw it in the comments so that we know um if you're interested in one and we'll try to do something uh we'll try to do something with that cuz we we have heard um uh like we did put out a little feeler like when we first got them of like, hey, would anybody in, be interested in one of these? And we did actually get quite a few responses, which I was mm-hmm very happy about so
0: yeah but um but in the meantime we have a merch store that doesn't have these jerseys but they they do have some pretty sick stuff um that nate did all the designs for links down at the bottom there if you're watching uh if you're just listening it is tqrshop.myspreadshop.com where you can get all the merch there uh .ca if you're in canada but again that's my nope tqrshop.myspreadshop.com or .ca if you're yep. in, and if in Canada
1: there. And for those that are watching live as well, it's just sending out right now, but I threw it in the chats as well. So,
0: cool. So, yeah, there was a couple other things about this game here. Um the big one that I wanted to touch on that you had as well, uh was Max Comtois getting his fifth goal of the season in this one. Mm-hmm. Um goals in back-to-back games for him, 15 points now in the season. Obviously, he was dealing with injuries for a bit and had a a pretty rough start to the season as well potentially playing through a bit of an injury but Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think he's really picked it up lately and that's good to see and obviously the season's almost done but (laughs) I just really hope that he can carry it into next season
1: yeah I mean like I know he wasn't playing great earlier on and then but it really doesn't help your confidence as well when the coach is just like yeah I'm gonna sit you for extended periods at a time yeah
0: it makes it tough to get into it too not even just for
1: confidence And, and I mean like this this guy's only a at this point now, is a year removed from being the top scorer on this team, right? Yeah. Like, but and he's only gotten he's gotten under half of the amount of points. Yeah, five goals, fifteen points on the season um, this year. Where I believe last year, without looking, he had thirty three. I, I have that stat up here somewhere.
0: Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, it was it was in um, the thirties, anyways.
1: What did he have last year? Oh, my. I have the game logs open. That's why. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Last year, 33 points. He had 16 goals and 17 assists. So, And that was in 55 games. This year he's played 51. And remember, last year was only... How many games did we play last year for a season? 56? 56, yeah, yeah. So, he only missed one game. Um, this year he got sad for a good chunk of the season. Mm-hmm. So... But which is really unfortunate. I mean, yeah. So
0: yeah, between injuries and being a healthy scratch, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a lot. But yeah, it's uh, it's good to see him getting kind of back into things a little bit. Like, yeah. if, I, if I hope were... he has
1: a comeback. I hope he has a comeback year next year. Oh, me just too. Yes, yeah. as soon as he's like not playing great.
0: Yeah, I I think next season will be different because he'll be going in presumably fully healthy um, at the same time as everybody else as well. So everyone will kind of be in the same boat. He'll probably, yeah. you know, prove himself throughout training camp and then kind of earn that, that tops or earn a top spot back. Mm-hmm. So I
1: I can't remember if we were talking about it or if I read it somewhere or something like that, but it sounds like he also came to camp, not in the bet or like in the shape that he was hoping for or that, and the, the team yeah. was
0: hoping for. So mm-hmm. that
1: kind of set him back already. So yeah, exactly. So but, he'll
0: probably learn from that and, yeah. I, I expect big things from Comtois next season as well. Yeah, um, I'm excited for him. So, Yeah, should be should be real good. Um, yeah, I think... Oh, the other one I wanted to bring up that you had here was the Vakan and Drysdale combo on defense there.
1: Yeah, that was just a stat that I came across that I was like, really? Okay. Uh, so yeah, the Vakan 9 and Drysdale uh, defense combo is a chance machine is what I have here in the notes. Uh, that game against San Jose last night... They had 12 shot attempts, seven of them actually being on net. So that the, the two of them combined for seven shots on net. Mm-hmm. and only one of them was blocked, which leaves, if my math is correct, four that missed the net. But like shots on net from the point, especially in a game when um, looking at the uh, excuse me, the the shot map, for this game, the Ducks didn't have a whole lot from the point. San Jose was really good at shutting that down. It seemed like mm-hmm. um, that—that's pretty damn good. Just coming from those yeah. two guys, right? Like, for sure. like by the. But here, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up so like it'll kind of help. Um, not just because I love pulling up the, the shot map, but it does <laughs> actually kind of help in this case. Um, but they were allowed to just kind of come down. Um, closer to the net there so they didn't have to take those point shots
0: mm-hmm. Th- there's
1: not a whole lot going on out here right everything yeah. else is very low relatively mm-hmm. so which is not a bad thing so yeah
0: no not at all yeah if, if they're gonna let you walk into that spot like go for it do it yeah why absolutely not? <laughs> so yeah yeah no that's that's good um Yeah, I I hope to see a little more from those two next season as well. I think they make a pretty decent pairing. Uh, I mean, obviously, ideally you could maybe spread them out a little bit, but I think obviously they work well together. Mm. Like, I I just mean like pair them with um, with with veterans or something like that because they're both fairly young. But if it works, it works. So yeah, exactly. Like we'll we'll see if you know maybe against a better team than the Sharks, Um, we'll see. We can see next season how that combo does, but mm-hmm. looks promising for now.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: 100%. Yeah, so uh, okay. Um, anything else you wanted to add? I think that was kind of all I wanted to hit on for this game. Yeah, I think that's...
1: Yo, what? Sorry, I'm seeing a comment. <laughs> there are no... The Coyotes and the Stars are tied currently. Jeez. <laughs> it's 3-3 now. And Montreal won in overtime. Yep, my money. Okay, <laughs> all right. That, that's fine. I I really just used my luck up in that one night. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At one night, I made forty bucks, and then I haven't hit on anything really since. Or no, sorry. I think I hit on one, I've hit on one bet in the last three days since. Remember to gamble responsibly, everybody. I'm still I'm okay. still using <laughs> bank
0: credits. <laughs> uh. Okay. Well, shall we get into some news here? Yeah. Is so- that a uh, a few points. To we actually got some about, news. So. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Uh, so Ducks were called Hunter Drew, Buddy Robinson, and Trevor Carrick from San Diego. I guess to get him in for a couple games, Gulls have already clinched a playoff spot, so mm. might as well uh, give him a shot up here. Um, yeah, Hunter Drew, um, I-, I thought, looked pretty good against the Sharks. Uh, he had a fight against uh, somebody. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was his NHL debut
0: um, oh right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No no points for him, but he does get a fight under his belt. So uh yeah, welcome to uh welcome to the NHL there. Had 14 shifts, 923 of ice time, which is yeah, that's pretty good for uh for your first game there. So uh coming up to the NHL from the AHL, of course. Uh he's actually currently sitting fourth for San Diego Gulls scoring. It's, it's mm. I guess I'm kind of getting a little bit into the Gulls update, but I'll give like a full breakdown yeah. here uh in a bit. Uh yeah, Hunter Drew is uh in fourth place currently in uh in goal scoring in 64 games down in San Diego. He's got 17 goals and 21 assists. Uh who else are we talking about here? Buddy Robinson, who this season in the NHL has played 31 games, has a goal and six points on the season as well. And his AHL numbers, I'm switching between a bunch of tabs here. Um <laughs> His AHL stats, 28 games, 4 goals, 5 assists for 9 points. And then uh, Trevor Carrick, um, which is Sam Carrick's brother, who we'll also get to uh, later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor, 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 come here, buddy. Uh, Trevor Carrick has played in 61 games this year and as a defenseman has 10 goals and 20 assists for 30 points in San Diego this year um and for the NHL uh he has he hasn't played an NHL game actually since the 2019-2020 season when he was a member of the San Jose right. Sharks uh the and that was the season that he played the most games uh in one season at 3 uh he didn't put up any points he has yet to register an NHL point um but he already has 12 penalty minutes under his belt and five shots so nice
0: um Ali just said here that um she believes they just moved Trevor Carrick down. Yeah, just on a quick Google search. It looks like just recently um like the this news article was from an hour ago. Yeah, they sent him back Okay, down. so <laughs> yeah, we're, we we were recording already. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Um Yeah, I mean, we have one game left at this point. It's just to kind of fill a couple spots, I think, and give a couple yeah. guys a last shot against Dallas yeah. there, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um
1: but it's transactions and news nonetheless. So. Exactly. So we're <laughs> going to talk about it. Yep.
0: Um yeah, you brought up um Sam Carrick earlier when you were talking about his brother there. Yeah. Um the Ducks extended him to uh by 2 years um for 850,000 per year. So, yeah, that's uh decent numbers I think. I I mean Sam Carrick is one of those guys that can fill in relatively quickly and and do a mm. decent enough job on the fourth line to cover for injuries. So, I I'm a hundred percent fine with that. That is yeah, zero yeah. issue for me. So
1: no, yeah. And especially for a guy that's uh he's got nineteen points currently in sixty-four games played. Eight hundred and fifty K, I'll take that. That works. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So and I mean that that is also a uh season high, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, definitely a season high for uh games played and points. Uh his Next best season high was the very start of his career in 2014-15 with the Toronto Maple Leafs playing in 16 games and getting two points. Uh, This season he played in 64 games, which is a big jump even from last year where he only played 13. Um, And yeah, scoring 11 goals and 19 points on the
0: season. So Nice. Yeah. Um, Okay, this this last one, I've... Kind of heard rumblings about it, but um, I, th- I think you probably right. know a little bit more.
1: All right. One, one more thing here. Tarek's um, oh, yeah. shooting at a 13.8%.
0: That's not yeah, bad. That's pretty good. When, when I was looking yeah. at the rookie numbers, that's um, just slightly higher than what Zegris is shooting at. He's at a mm-hmm. 13.1. So,
1: yeah. Solid. I like that. So, and uh, put them 49... on a line together
0: and rack up the goals.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, 49.4% on the faceoff dot as well. So,
0: nice. Um. Yeah, as I was saying, you probably know a little bit more about this than I do. So I'll let you take the reins on this last um, piece here.
1: Uh, Yeah, so there's this is just a it's not news exactly. It's just there's rumors are starting to build right now of uh, which in ducks
0: land is news. You yeah, their
1: news. <laughs> uh, about the uh, uniform that the Ducks wear the jerseys and all that kind of stuff so uh, John Hoven of uh, NHL on SiriusXM and uh, he's also on Kings of the Podcast uh, had put out a tweet uh, yesterday I believe that said quote in Anaheim expecting more orange to be part of the Ducks jersey offerings next season and I- I've kind of seen a little bit of this pick up mm. Over the last couple of days?
0: Yeah. Allie's calling us out here. She knew we were going to talk jerseys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> that, always do. Uh, yeah. So it sounds like the idea would be that the orange alternate uh, with the Mighty Duck cresting is potentially going to become the home jersey. And a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, if it'll, it'll kind of be like the jerseys I guess we have now, right? Where the black one started as an alternate to the, uh, the word mark. And then there was a white version that was made of it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as it got brought into the, as the home Jersey. uh, A lot of people are thinking this could be the case for this year. And uh, this is something that I've been wanting at least for a while, because we, we know unfortunately that they'll never return to the eggplant and Jade as long as the do are owners. Uh, It's kind of what I've been told and whatnot Mm -hmm. um, by some people who have a a deeper connection than, uh, than I do. But, Um, this is at least a start in the right direction, uh, hopefully of what a lot of fans have been asking for, for a long, long time. Every time we watch a ducks broadcast, which I've watched at least 65 or 70 of the 82 or 81 games so far this season, I'm always taking a look around in the arena of how many, like just kind of an idea of. Mighty duck branding to the like duck just like the web foot uh branding most of the time the the web duck foot is severely uh outnumbered compared to the mighty oh, yeah. duck whether it's the orange jersey whether it's the twenty fifth anniversary whether it's the o g right mm. um and there i think I think we even talked quickly that we noticed that the Samuelis during the pre and post game stuff for Ryan Getzlaff in that last home game there were wearing those orange Mighty Duck jerseys.
0: Yeah. That, that, was, that's usually a pretty good hint about you know yeah. what's going on behind the scenes. Because the Anaheim Ducks branding
1: has been their baby and that was one of the main things that they mm-hmm. wanted to do was remove themselves from the Disney image as soon as they bought the team Yeah, uh, back in the mid 2000s there. Um, <laughs> I, I have the note here that I, I believe it's just unintentional salt in the wound from the Samuelis knowing that fans want this, and oh hey, we're gonna wear these jerseys, but we're not gonna do shit about it, like to make it more for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, give you, uh, very fortunately, a lot of options in the merch stores and whatnot. But it's kind of like what I was talking about with the Islanders and their reverse retro, how fans wanted the fishermen for the New York Islanders. They gave just a Navy version of their Jersey now. And the next day put out fisherman merchandise and everyone was like, really? Come on. Yeah. Um, I still feel it's kind of like that. So until I get more clarification on this, I, I'll still believe that's just salt in the wound. Right. Or just like teasing us pretty much, but it would be nice if they are listening. Right. And I forget who I saw, who, uh, who put this out, someone put out a good idea of, okay, yeah, now would maybe actually be the time to transition to that jersey and that look, right? Because you had, uh, like, Korea was the face of, uh, like, Paul Korea was the face of, like, the original Mighty Ducks look. Mm-hmm. And then the word mark was Tamus, and the web duck foot was gets laughs, right? And now you yeah. go into the era of Drys- or, yeah Drysdale, Terry... Zegris with this look. Yeah, I like the idea of that.
0: I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think Um, so.
1: And so, of course, ideas have been going around of, okay, if, oh my list just flickered. Um, (laughs) If if they go this route and there's a white version made, what could this look like? And I had actually done up an idea of this uh, over a year ago now. So I'm just going to pull it up for anybody who is watching here. Um, I had to go back and find this because I'm like, I know I posted it somewhere. So yeah, this is the idea that I had. I'll see if I can zoom in a bit more on it. That That's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the the orange one here is just, it's what it is now. Uh, and then here's my idea, at least of a white version of it. Yeah. Um, there was one comment that I had about it, just saying like, "Oh, I feel like there needs to be a bit more orange in there." My design uh, brain, like, I did try more orange, especially in the sleeves, but it it looked too much, actually. Mm-hmm. So, hence why there's less of it. But it's just, it's still a nice accent throughout. It still is brought into the logo. It is different and whatnot. But this is my idea, at least, and I, it could really work. It could really work.
0: Yeah. Even no, if it so. is
1: like a little bit more orange added in some way, that sort of thing, this look could really work, and it's at least a happy medium of we're removing ourselves from the web duck foot that looked dated, honestly, within like a couple of years, I think. Um, whether it be the word mark or just the duck foot by itself, and uh, but the Samuel still get to keep their idea of the, um, you know, the Orange County. And everything like that, right? Which I, I love the idea of. The only thing I would change if they're going this route as well, get rid of the copper. I think I've talked about this before. Get rid of the copper and go with that silver gray instead. Um, I'm just not a crazy fan of that color specifically
0: with the orange.
1: Yeah. It, it, it clashes to me.
0: But. It's it, it's it's too reminiscent of the Vegas Golden Knights and. Yeah, you know, at this point. You know, fuck them, right? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, just to tie it together as well, I was kind of following it while you were doing the jersey stuff, and, and Allie um, said it as well, but Vegas is out. Woo! They, <laughs> well, A they, A, they lost in the shootout to Chicago, um, which I, I can't wait to see how many. Uh, actually, I want to know how many <laughs> saves. um you know Vegas is
1: hated when people are actually cheering for the Blackhawks this season yeah oh like oh god. Th- that's how that's how much people hate you now Vegas yeah they will actively
0: what- cheer for the Chicago Blackhawks once for again one game l- literally once again Logan Thompson was perfect until the seventh round of the shootout when he let in a goal are from Tyler Johnson me? and nobody on Vegas scored once again oh my god Three consecutive games. wanna insane. Who, does it say who the shooters were? I want to know this for list. for Vegas. Who are the shooters? Uh, and, and and
1: I'll pull up. Yeah. Okay, you pull up for this game. If if it's there, tell me if mm-hmm. it's there. It is. And, yeah. Okay, and I will pull up uh, the game against Dallas here. I want to. So, I want to see what this looks like.
0: So I'm just curious. for Vegas, it was Stone, Eichel, Fedor, Stevenson, Patriccetti, Marciazo. And then Amadio in the seventh round. Okay, so they changed it up a little bit then,
1: because in Dallas it was Eichel, Theodore, Waugh, Stevenson, Marchessault, uh, Dodonov, and Carlson. So, hmm. man, those are flickering. Sorry,
0: <laughs> I'm distracted by the the LEDs here; they're yeah. flickering on and off. And, and um, then against, and then against San Jose. Um, That one was only three rounds, but it was Wah, Eichel, and Theodore again. Interesting.
1: Interesting. (laughs) Yep. Eichel
0: cursed. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Honestly, I kind of feel bad for the guy that he's like, yes, I'm going
0: to make the playoffs. And Vegas went, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, You got to wait one
1: more year for that.
0: (laughs) The uh, Dallas-Arizona game also went to a shootout. So they got their point anyways. Yeah, um, oh, so, man. I love yeah. That. They're x <laughs> Holy shit, carries <laughs> came back and won that game four three.
1: Okay, so my bet's screwed no matter what. Man, yeah. I'm really gonna hit at least
0: two out of the three wrong. Right, I'm yeah. gonna get those two wrong. I only did a three game parlay tonight. <laughs> uh, okay, let's take a quick break here. On the other side, we've got upcoming game, Gulls update, and a brief. What's quacking? Uh, at least I hope it's brief, because otherwise this is a yeah. Long it's brief. It's brief. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, we'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll hit those three things, and uh, then that'll do it. But first, which one are we on? Uh, this one.
1: He's my brother, Mike. And he's my brother, Matt. And we are the Brothers of Discussion, hosting Red Wings Rent, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a fault. We are here to be your audible Earl Grey, to bring joy, placidity, and perspective to one of the roughest eras in Red Wing history. Check us out every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts.
0: And check us out live
1: every Wednesday and Sunday for Red Wings reactions and live conversations with you on our YouTube channel, The Brothers of Discussion. Um, I never noticed that part before. Your audible Earl Grey. Like yeah, he just kind of passes over it. It's, um, I like the it's description. It's it. very yeah. nice. That's, that's a very nice description.
0: Yeah. Uh, the one upcoming game we have is the final game of the season for the Anaheim Ducks, Friday against the Dallas Stars, 5.30 Pacific time. It's a road game. Yeah, that's about it. Um, Dallas, obviously, now clinching a playoff spot. So mm-hmm. kind of a meaningless game. Well, actually, no, I don't think it... No, it wouldn't be meaningless because no, they, it could potentially it, they could because, decide who they they play matchup wise. Yeah, yeah,
1: Nashville and Dallas are still fighting for who they get to play between Calgary and Colorado. <laughs> I don't even That's know who yikes. you'd want to play actually in that. I have no I, idea who you'd want, who you'd prefer yeah. to play.
0: <laughs> Neither are good options, but Daryl Sutter said it best: playing Colorado is a waste of time. It's a waste of eight days. Yeah, <laughs> I loved. I loved that. <laughs> it's a perfect line, but it's yeah, brilliant. like the not. I, I, no, I'm not trying to take anything away from Calgary here, even though I usually am. But Calgary is definitely the lesser of two evils when it comes down to those two. Oh yeah, no, I'm not even going to deny
1: that. Yeah, Colorado yeah. is a beast. Like they they had the Western Conference locked up like a week and a half ago. I straight up saw that yeah. they clinched the conference. And I'm like, sorry, what now? <laughs> like, I knew you guys were doing good, but like, what?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like they're just that ahead of everybody. Like the standings, I get. I I mean, I guess games are getting played, so it's going to change a little bit here. But like, that team is in second place in the league with 118 mm-hmm. points. The next team in the Western Conference is the Calgary Flames with 110. They've played the same amount of games. Yeah. <laughs> like 6-4-0 in their last 10. Uh, shootouts are 4-1. Yeah, whoever plays them, they're screwed because of home ice advantage alone. This season at home, they are 32-5-3. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And on the road, they're 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 still good, don't get me wrong. 24 13 and 3. I feel like the Calgary Flames though. And again, I'm not I am not trying to be biased. You, you, we you know that I can separate myself from this. Mm. The Calgary Flames, I feel like you're screwed either way though, because their home record is 25 9 and 7. Their away record is 25 11 and 3.
0: So so yeah, like it it doesn't even matter if it's the, home the, or away.
1: Yeah, the Flames or, have twenty regulation losses on the season. That's it. The Colorado yeah. Avalanche have eighteen.
0: That's yeah, terrifying. So, no so obviously what. A- anything can happen in the playoffs, right? Like
1: oh yeah, playoffs are the, uh, yeah. a brand new season. Nothing that you've played the last what, six, seven months, none, none of that matters anymore.
0: Yeah, none of that matters. Dallas, not—I was going to say easily, but not easily. Dallas could, you know, overcome Colorado or Calgary, and then like and and go far. Like we see it pretty much every year. There's a team that just squeaks in, kind of within the last couple weeks, Mm -hmm. and then they just like go on a run to the conference finals.
1: Now, okay, I was having this conversation earlier. Actually, I don't think Dallas is the team to do it this year. Dallas is getting (sighs) Dallas in the first round. 100%. Nashville would be the team out of either of those two to potentially make some noise. I don't think it's Dallas this year, though. And Starcastic Reminders is going to hate that. And I apologize. But just, I I look at that lineup and how they've been playing over the last little while. Like until tonight, they were fighting for a playoff spot potentially with the injured Vegas Golden Knights, Mm -hmm. right? Who are losing, like, who don't have a lot of guys in their lineup right now. It's not really where you want to be. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, if Vancouver had brought in a guy like Bruce Boudreaux a week earlier, they could have been the team that was sitting in that last wild card spot. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I think I think so.
0: Oh, yeah, potentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah that,
1: that's sure. like a week change around and like at a week earlier for the Vancouver Canucks could have saved like the entire season and sent them to the postseason. Which is mm-hmm. mind blowing to me. But
0: yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, I, I mean, there's not really much to say matchup-wise for this game between Anaheim and Dallas, but that's the position the Stars are in. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to come out guns blazing, and yeah, that's, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> um, okay, you've got a goals update for us here. Uh, Yeah, I do. So, uh, as we've
1: already said uh, before, the San Diego Gulls are going to be heading to the Calder Cup playoffs. And they, it looks like they're going to be playing the Ontario Rain uh, in the first round, the LA Kings affiliate. There, uh, they have two games left this season until the playoffs start, and both of those are against the Tucson Roadrunners. Those games are on Thursday and Friday, uh, back to backs in Tucson. There, um, before yeah, playing the Ontario Rain in the first, uh, in the first round there. So, um. And then we'll take a look at uh, yeah, some stats, which um, I kind of got into a little bit earlier, but Lucas uh, Yelevins, who we brought in earlier this season, um, has put up 42 points this year in 61 games, leads the goals in scoring. Uh, Alex Limoges is right behind him with 39 points in 60 games. Nicholas Bruilliard has 39 as well. Hunter Drew's in fourth spot with 38, and Jacob Perot with 37 on the season for points. Um, your top goal scorer currently is Alex Lamoges with uh twenty-two points or twenty-two goals, sorry, uh on the season. And your assist leader is Lucas Elevens with thirty-one of his forty-two points being assists.
0: Dang.
1: So, um really liking those numbers actually. And uh I'm I, I had to go back to listen to a little bit of our discussion with uh uh Shane as well when uh 11s got brought into the Anaheim fold and uh fun fact actually he's about to live like two blocks away from me now <laughs> so um nice. so I'll be hanging out with him quite a bit and uh or hopefully at least with the with the Flames playoff run here but um yeah and then we'll go into some goalie stats as well oh they only have Lucas Dostal showing up right now for some reason oh anyway We'll talk about Dosto though. 39 games played this season, has a 2.63 goals against a 9.15 save percentage, uh, two shutouts on the year, an 18.14 and three record. Decent. Yeah. Very decent. Very good.
0: I like that. Uh, Ali just has a uh, couple comments here. Um, our resident AHL knowledge person. Uh, yes. That all of the games in the first round are going to be in Ontario, uh, the team with the higher points gets to be the host even though for game two the gulls are technically designated as the home team uh, so just probably reduces on travel a bit I think it's yeah. a it's a five game series in the first round is that right
1: I think so I'm trying to get more into the AHL like specifics and everything like that. I think it's five games, but I'm not 100 percent sure. That one yeah. might actually have to be a question for Ali if she knows.
0: Yeah, that. It, it, yeah. It, it was a question to you, and if you didn't know, it was a, more of a question. Than <laughs> Ali, but, um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yes. Um, I also wanted to shout out a new commenter here. Um, sorry if I butcher your name, but uh, Jahim. Um, just haven't seen your name before. Welcome to the stream. Yeah. Quack crack. Much love. Thank you for tuning in. Hope to see you around more. Um, ah, Allie says three games. Oh, yeah. uh, Okay. That explains the travel. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think I remember that from last
1: season as well. Yeah. And why San Diego would have game two as the home team. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it does. Um. Oh, she says she's season seats to the Gulls now. That's awesome.
1: Nice. If you get a discount, let me know. Because I want a girls jersey <laughs> at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I took a look and I'm like, oh, this is really nice. And it's like it's a it's a decent price, but I, I can't do it right now with shipping, is the issue. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Shipping is crazy for just stuff coming from the states, usually. Did I tell yeah. you what it was like the
0: shipping from the Anaheim team store to Canada? Yeah cuz every every so often you like go and look on there for hats yeah. and you're like oh I'm going to get a hat and then you are like oh you're like, like oh, do, wanna, do you, want, do you yeah. want something too we can split shipping and then like we go on and look and it's like we each get $20 like clearance sale hats and the shipping's like 40 bucks I'm like
1: fuck no. I think I think <laughs> shipping was like 50 50 American or something like that which it's is 50 like now? Six, or something like that or it's, it's like 60 here or that's it insane. was 50 Canadian that's you know, like 40 something American but I was just like come on Come on, man. Like, and I wasn't <laughs> the only one complaining about it, actually, because believe it or not, man, those lights keep flickering. I'm sorry. I, I'm yeah. noticing No, it's it okay.
0: I, I just noticed it for the first time. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah. It's um. But yeah, there's like a few other
0: like Canadian
1: Ducks fans that like were commenting that. I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one who was like, what the fuck is this here? Yeah. So, but.
0: <laughs> uh, so She says she does get a discount. So you guys will have to work something out. To, uh, yeah, might have to get you a jersey. <laughs> but, okay. Well, let's. Uh, Let's get to what's quacking here. I'm excited to see what the fun with the the Jumbotron is all about because I know nothing sounds about good. this one. So, so this
1: was uh, from last night, actually. Uh, Anaheim versus uh, San Jose. Um, and this was on the uh, Jumbotron here in the first intermission. So it sounds like how this came about was... With certain tickets or that you could write a message that would get put on the jumbotron here mm-hmm. and okay, I'm just trying oh here, here we go. let's try to get up with the the shares the the share stuff here so are you all right so this is from uh reddit user uh b harms
0: twenty seven or is it b h arms like big heck and arms ah, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> get get swole in the gym, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: but I'll I'll zoom in on it here just so we can see it a bit more clear. So Carter, I want you to read this for everybody.
0: Okay. Fans unite, celebrate, keep the hockey energy kicking. Now imbibe generously. Imbibe. I'm, I'm, imbib. imbib. I'm not. Sure. Now imbibe generously. Honor the sharks.
1: I'm seeing what that word means. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, I don't drink. It means drink. Now, drink Alcohol.
0: generously. Okay. Yeah. Is it's there like a pronunciation? Imbibe. Imbibe. Okay. Imbibe. Yeah. I think that's what I said the first time. But then yeah, I-, I
1: think I think that is too. I wasn't sure on the pronunciation. I had to listen to it quick. So yeah. um okay. It yeah, that's that's a that's a great message, right? Mm-hmm. It's, yep. it's it was one of the sharks last games as well. I think it might have been their last home game, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Uh anyway, doesn't matter. Um. Now, I want you to pick out the first letters or the first letter of each word. I want you to spell this out for us.
0: Okay. F-U-C-K, obviously. Whenever it's that, there's, there's always that. <laughs> T-H-E-K-N-I-G-H-T-S. Ah, uh, nice. This
1: fan <laughs> took the opportunity that he had to put any message... On the San Jose Jumbotron, and he chose to write, fans unite, celebrate, keep the hockey energy kicking, now imbibe generously, honor the Sharks. The secret message, fuck the Knights.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I love it. (laughs) I was like, there's some really weird words in here, like there's got to be some more (laughs) to it. Props to whoever figured this out, because that like that's very creative like i, th- I would have just th- read that and been like that's that's a weird way of talking i don't I know maybe this- it's like a line right. from a from like a game or like some sort of meme and then they just like inserted the sharks and hockey in there i'm double checking but i'm pretty sure
1: that this is actually the this was actually the person who put this up i'm just trying to find uh the original post here
0: oh yeah but I believe
1: this was actually like the person who posted this was the person who uh who did it, I think. I'm just double checking here.
0: It just would have been awesome if they wrote it like where each word was on a new line and then like just aligned it all to the left. So that like yeah. when you read it straight up and down, it said that.
1: Uh okay, no, sorry. I-, I think I saw somewhere though that somebody was taking claim for it. I don't remember who. Or I don't remember seeing like where it was. But this is amazing that they took the time to do this yeah. as well as use their one chance for again anything to get put on the Jumbotron mm-hmm. and their entire thing was just to say fuck the Knights
0: yeah <laughs>
1: and, and as Ali says here SJ fan you mad lad <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I love that uh,
1: the Sharks and Knights rivalry has actually been so fun to watch from the outside Oh yeah,
0: it's so good. Yeah, I, I can't wait until both of these teams are really good, and a, another playoff series between these two is going to be insane. Yeah, because because that last one was awesome, and then since then it's just been like the hate machine has just been spinning around. But like, like literally a couple nights separate...
1: ago, San Jose went, yeah, our season's been done for a while, but we could help end Vegas's.
0: <laughs> and they did.
1: And that was the same with Chicago tonight too, right? Like you're going into that game because I believe Vegas, a Vegas win over Chicago is what eliminated Chicago officially mathematically. Chicago had the return chance to do it to Vegas. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) they, like they are hated. And that's why I put out that, that poll of like, okay, who's actually the most hated organization right now. Vegas is very close, I think. And I mean, like, I know that like 450 or whatever it was, there's a very small portion of hockey fans considering. Right. Mm-hmm. But it gives you a pretty good idea. I think because it was getting, like, it was getting around like league wise.
0: Oh yeah. For sure. So
1: yeah. I, I, I absolutely love it. I absolutely yeah. love it.
0: <laughs> well, this has been a very uh, Vegas hate centered podcast, which I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course. Um, so where where can they send all of the uh, the Vegas hate mail to that is not the Vegas front office?
1: That's not the Vegas front office? I mean, yeah. you can send it to Pete DeBoer. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, you can, uh, but if, if you want to spread some Vegas hate, which I will absolutely take some uh, part in, uh, you can send it to me on Twitter at Tate TateNomas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S.
0: Yeah, same thing uh, on my side. You can send that. All the way over here. I will love it. At Carter underscore POTS, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. At Quack Report Pod on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch is where you can find us um, throughout the week. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We'll see you on Sunday. Monday. I mean Monday.